creator of unfailing light. Give that same light to those who call you. May our lives proclaim your goodness and our voices sing your praise forever. Lord Jesus Christ, you are the true light of the world. Give us courage, strength, and grace to build a world of justice and peace. And may the light of your Holy Spirit dispel the darkness of our times. Turn our darkness into light, our hatred into love, and our wars into the peace we so desire. Amen. Hello, my friend. I'm so glad we're getting together again. And again, it's a few weeks since we shared a recording with you, Greg and I, and the Mountain Community. And I join you through a time that's truly a harrowing time excruciating in so many ways. Prayfully, uh, not immediate to you, but you may be going through your own anguish and pain. Harrowing comes from an ancient word that it means and talks about the pain of being carved into, cut into. And uh, excruciating actually has its root in the meaning of being in the cross. And it's in this excruciating truth of the painful killings of recent time. Recently, most especially recently, the schoolroom, the school in Texas, and before that near us here in the Tops tops supermarket in Buffalo. But now for years, and especially this year, there have been terrible, terrible killings of numbers of people at the same time, seemingly motivated by racism, the fear of the other, of color or creed or ethnicity or sexual orientation, something deep in someone, maybe seated by other sources, has had them act in a way that truly is inhuman. And we know that. Recalling this pain and not subjecting you to it, but inviting you and I to sit with it and in some way acknowledge it within us. Somehow knowing this is somehow within the body of Christ, here in this time after Easter, as we share this conversation now, this time of reflection, this longing for and moving into deeper peace. You may or may not hear in the background occasionally, and they're not doing it on cue, (laughs) some robins and other birds outside my Uh, hermitage window here. They're calling out to each other. There's a beautiful reverie happening here after a May rain and an enlivening of the moment here at the mountain. And you and I look for that, I think, as we share these podcasts, a a time when we can um, maybe feel the pain with others. Hopefully we do. But also to take that in or have that taken in for us as Christians, for the one who has been on the cross, who was on the cross, who bears the cross in some real way now in the suffering of others. But this one also, as I share this reading, is the one who has ascended, shown himself repeatedly to the women and men who had been in his lives, calling them forth to bear good news to others. And then the ascension 
on Thursday and then the movement towards the ascending of the Spirit. This fullness of life, this swing of God's love and life is not an easy thing. It doesn't go over us, it goes through us. It goes through us not as the bl- a blade, but rather as a breath. A breath that gathers anything that would cause a wound or a hurt. And it picks up on every place within you and I and our culture and other people that need the healing of God's breath. And it does that by you and I leaving ourselves open to the vulnerability of others by being hopefully in a place that's safe and peaceful right now as you listen to this, as we join with each other in the breath of peace. As we lift our eyes up, possibly, or close our eyes in quiet meditation and sense this peacefulness, not by leaving the world, but by living in the Christ, the Christ who lives in us, who's made us one in a world that is so broken at times we don't want to name it and indeed at times we want to leave it and be away from it. Yet somehow we have this Lord and Master and Brother, the one we call Jesus, saving God Christ, the anointed one who's anointed you and I with the power of being one. We share in the power of one the one we call the Father, we know as the Son and we experience as the Spirit of our lives. In John's Gospel, a passage set aside for this Sunday's reading, we hear lifting up his eyes to heaven, Jesus prayed, saying, Holy Father, I pray not only for them, but also for those who will believe in me through their word, so that they may all be one, as you, Father, are in me and may be in us, that the world may believe in that you sent me, and I have given them the glory you gave me so that they may be one, as we are one, I in them you in me, that they may be brought to perfection as one, that the world may know that you sent me, and that they may, and that that you love them, even as you love me, that you love them, even as you love me. The love of the Father for the Son and the Son for the Father that we typify and speak about is the spirit of love, the Holy Spirit, which is ours. And we soon will celebrate as descending or erupting or coming among us or filling the room, uh, you know, as a breath, as a wind, as a, excuse me, as a a new light. Um, Takes in all this darkness. And where we ourselves are wounded or others near us or the world around us or far away, we somehow are all intimates to this in Jesus. And he doesn't intimate this in this reading. He proclaims it, that that you and I are there and we are there to be one and that we are one, made one, by his own dying and rising and returning among us in the Spirit to fill the world with hope and, and new life. I think part of our gathering here in these podcasts is to return to that truth 
by experience, by sensing that, by feeling the freshness of a May day, the holiness of holy breath. The Eucharist is it's broken and we consume it if we're a community that communicate with each other and the Lord. And that we are blessed in ourselves broken and that we are all sent. Sent uh, to proclaim, but each in our own way, that we are one as the Father and the Son are one. That as God is one with all that God created, in the Son, in the cosmic Christ, this one who, from whom all things have emanated, all of this somehow is in our intimate moment that you and I are sharing right now. And it takes our breath away, as it were. And we might also say, it gives us a new breath, the ancient breath, Ruach, the feminine breath of God that came over and through chaos and brought creation returns to our hearts every moment and through us, through us and through God's loving will re-enters the world. Our God is not a word or a place or in a text on a page as much as our God is present to us now and always as promised. And we find that unity by communicating, by become, becoming community. And we become community by caring and carrying one another. Caring for each other here in prayer. Often beyond and without names to say, we are one. We feel what is excruciating in the world. And yet also born in Christ to come to its fullness in the Father. And live forever in the fullness of the table and the everlasting banquet. It also almost feels blasphemous to say this because it seems to fly in the face of the reality around us, and yet it's the greater reality that inseminates itself into all this. It seeds of new life for each of us and every moment and all the trials and hopelessness that other people might be experiencing this day. You and I are messengers of hope, flames of love and life, Merely by listening and entering into the quiet, receiving the spirit of this time. Hearing John's words again to us again and again. As you, Father, are in me, I in you, that they also may be in us. That the world may believe that you sent me. I in them. And you in me that they may be brought to perfection as one and that the world may know that you sent me, that you love them even as you loved me. Let us together now just let that rest. Let ourselves rest in the meal of the word. Let us together be still and know that God is Be still now to sit in the stillness of God's presence.
be still now and know God is with us as love. Be still. Be. This is Dan Riley with Greg Legamelli, joining with you and the rest of the world in the longing and the hope for the fullness of peace. At times broken among our own here and in other nations, we risk believing and then working for the gift of unity and community that is ours in the risen Lord. Peace be with you. Be still and know that I am. There is a light that can overcome the darkness. There is no darkness that can overcome the light. There is a light that can overcome the darkness. There is no darkness that can overcome the light. Creator of unfailing light, give that same light to those who call you. May our lives proclaim your goodness, our voices sing your praise forever. There is a light that can overcome the darkness. There is no darkness that can overcome the light.